This is the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan. Hello, it's Mark here and welcome to the Clonmel Podcast for this Friday, the 7th of May and we're on episode 36, brought to you by our friends at the fabulous Nador Wellness Centre at the Butter Market in Market Street, a natural way to maintain your health. They are back to normal from next week with all therapies including massage, reflexology, kinesiology and acupuncture. For appointments, call this number 05261 04968. That's 052-61-04968. And to view a full list of treatments, go to www.nadorwellness.ie. So how is your week? All set for Monday? Click and collect back? Get to sort that hair out with the hairdressers and barbers open? Maybe going to mass? All happening on Monday. More details coming up. By the way, did you see that kid's trampoline spotted wedged between a pole around their Dunn stores in Oakville on Monday? This was due to the high winds we had on the bank holiday Monday. Was that yours? Are you missing one? Quick, have a look. Also this week in a bizarre survey, we see that jelly is making a comeback. That's right, good old-fashioned jelly. Sales have increased by 21% during lockdown. The price of stamps are set to go up. We found out that this week too. 110 nationally and 2 euros for an international stamp. And Clonmel officially became a university town this week, which is great news. By the way, good luck to everyone taking part in the Darkness into Light walk for Pieta House tomorrow morning. Once again, it's a bit different this year due to COVID-19. But good luck if you are taking part in that. So what's coming up this week on the Clonmel Podcast, I hear you ask. Miss Ellie's Takeaway in Irish Town recently celebrated 40 years in business. I talked to Amy and Helen O'Sullivan from The Chippy. Jenny Cox from Clonmel's Apple Fest tells us about the Our Sense of Place writing project. Fancy taking part in a hedgehog survey? I've got the details coming up for you. Plus bingo and more jobs as well. The Clonmel Podcast. Clonmel Apple Fest are set to hold the Our Sense of Place writing project and here's Jenny Cox to tell us more. Hi Mark, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, so this year Clonmel Apple Fest is running from the 23rd to the 26th of September with the team Indigenous. So we're celebrating tradition, culture, folklore, um, all the things that kind of give us our sense of identity and our sense of place. So as a part of this, we've just launched the Our Sense of Place project, which will pair 12 local writers with local immigrants to share their stories of immigration and their experiences of living in Ireland today. Um, these stories will then be gathered into a collection that will be launched at the opening of the festival in September. And all the participants will take part in a photo shoot with John Kelly. And these images will be on display throughout Clonmel. So that will give a nice kind of visual element to the project as well. I also believe Sue Leonard's coming on board for this, Jenny. Yeah, we're really excited about that. So Sue Leonard is a well-known journalist and ghostwriter. Um, so she'll be coming on board to give the writers a masterclass on ghostwriting and interview techniques. And she'll also be mentoring them along their writing journey as well. So it's a really interesting opportunity for the writers. And if you are a local writer, how, how do you apply? So we're looking for writers who are in the Clamel area. They can apply on the website. Uh, so all the details are on clamelapplefest.ie. Um, the applications are there. And if anyone has any further questions or queries, they can contact me directly on applefestpress at gmail.com. And more importantly, we're looking for subjects to write about. So if you're an immigrant living in Clamel and you'd like to share your story and talk about your own culture and traditions, we'd love to hear from you as well. 
closing date for writer applications is Monday the 10th of May, so that's next week. And then for subject applications, it's Friday the 21st of May. As Irish people, I think we're very proud of our culture. You know, we have a very strong sense of identity and we love to share that. But I also think we have a huge capacity to embrace diversity and to learn from other cultures. So hopefully this project will help us to do that on a more local level. Jenny Cox from Clonmel Applefest, thank you for joining me this week on the Clonmel Podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jenny. Now, part of the Blue Way will be closed next week. Resurfacing works and path widening will start on the Blue Way from next Monday, the 10th of May. This is at Fisherman's Boreen, just outside Carrick, and Sean Healy Park in carrick on shore The path will be open at weekends from Friday evening and closing early Monday morning, and the works will last for around six weeks. Paul's Animal Rescue Charity Shop are reopening on Monday, the 17th of May at 11am. That's some good news. It was announced this week that the historic DW Park chemist in Gladstone Street is to receive €40,000 as part of the Historic Structures Fund. I think that chemist opened back in the early 1900s. Wow, that's amazing. A new solar park will start construction next month between Clonmel and Cashel. 20,000 solar panels will be deployed at the site and should be connected to the national grid by the end of the year. Danish solar energy company Opton and Shannon Energy announced a project during the week. Lidl are now selling antigen tests from today, Friday. Max are five per customer, price is $24.99 and each pack contains five test kits. Now, fancy winning some cash and having a lot of fun doing it? We're talking Hillview Sports Club and Hillview's Flamingo Bingo. It's on Monday, the 10th of May. Stream starts at 7.30 with eyes down at 8pm. Single book is €10, with a double book at €15. Snowball jackpot is €600, with two grand in prize money guaranteed. More details on the Hillview Sports Club Facebook page. Now, I've got a store update from the Showground Shopping Centre. TK Maxx and the rest of clothing will reopen on the 17th of May. Argos are back selling non-essential items from this Monday, the 10th of May. A&E Jewelers are reopening also on the 10th of May. And BB's reopens on the 14th of May for takeaway only. And of course, from Monday, most stores are now offering a click and collect service. From the Showground Shopping Centre, we are now off to Penny's in town. They are open by appointment from Monday, but we hear there's already a long waiting time. What you do, click on the link on their Facebook page, select your store, Clon Mill, and confirm your time slot. But again, be prepared to wait, saying that it's Penny's, so it's probably worth it, isn't it, really? Oh, and while you're in there, could you pick me up some pyjamas? Thanks. Wurlitzer in Mitchell Street are also open on Monday by appointment only. You can call them on this number, 05261 25949, PM them or call in to see if they have an appointment free. They are also open for click and collect. Fitzgerald's Menswear are also open on Monday for appointment only. You can call this number to book yours, 05261 21941 or 087 132 9504. The St. Vincent de Paul Furniture Warehouse at Mulcahy House and Anglesey Street are having a furniture sale on Friday the 21st of May. It's on from 10am to 1pm. Congratulations to Leo Bandojo, whose name was pulled out of the draw for the St. Mary's Choral Society raffle. This took place at Barlow Hyundai last Saturday and Leo is now the owner of that fabulous Hyundai i10 car with thanks to Barlow Hyundai 
on the Waterford Road. So well done and congratulations again, Leo, and happy motoring. That's Leo Bandojo. Speaking of driving, right, if you live around the Glen Connor area or maybe visit the garden centre now and again, you'll know how difficult it is to pull out onto the Western Road when turning right. Almost impossible, right? So what's the solution? Roundabout, traffic lights, well, nothing at the moment. A detailed traffic survey has been carried out and the results were brought up at a recent Clawmel Borough District meeting where it was also said that a roundabout will never be provided there. I know nothing about this, but one thing I do know is when you are trying to pull out onto that road, you can't see the traffic coming down fully because of the wall by St Anthony's. Maybe this could be a solution. Could they maybe knock the wall so you get a better view of the traffic coming down that road? What do I know? I'm not an engineer, but just a thought, maybe. Now, this time of the year, you may start noticing hedgehogs in the garden. I know I have. We called him Harry, Harry the Hedgehog. Even got hold of a little hedgehog house, which is yet to move into. Don't think he likes it. But anyway, NUI and Galway are looking for the people of Clonmel's help with a detailed hedgehog survey between now and September. They're looking for volunteers to place 10 small tunnels made of corrugated plastic containing two sheets of paper and ink in the centre to capture the footprints of the hedgehogs within a one kilometre square area for five nights and check them each morning. This could be great fun for the kids too. Get more details by emailing irishhedgehogsurvey at gmail.com. That's irishhedgehogsurvey at gmail.com. Now, jobs this week. Longfield Academy in town are looking to hire an early years practitioner. Minimum one to two years practical experience. FETAC level six childcare or above. And get more details on their Facebook page. Glenpatrick Spring are hiring full-time summer staff. For more details, go to ie.indeed.com. Pollard Sawmills out the Dungarvan Road are looking for a general operative. For more details, go to jobs.ie. Clonmel Fabrics in town are looking for a shop assistant. More details at ie.indeed.com. And finally, Bulmers are now hiring for graduates. Get all the details on jobs.cncgroupplc.com. If you'd like to advertise a job on the Clonmel Podcast, you can email theclonmelpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, shall we do this week's interview? All right then. So after finding out Miss Ellie's takeaway in Irish Town was celebrating 40 years in business this year, I just had to pop along for a chat to find out more about the business from Amy and Helen O'Sullivan. The Clumbell Podcast. There's some great chip shops in town and we're privileged to have one right here in Irish Town. It's Miss Ellie's takeaway in Clonmel and I'm joined by Amy O'Sullivan and Helen O'Sullivan as you celebrate 40 years in business Amy. Yeah 40 years last week which is great. So was it 1981? 1981 they started my mum and dad yeah. And uh, Helen let's go to you first how, how did it all start? Well my husband took my sitting room for me. So this this was a house right? This, this was my sitting room here where you're standing. Oh yeah. my god. And uh, he literally chipped away at the walls one night and he told me he was opening the chip shop and that was it. And that was it? Yeah. And how about the name, Miss Ellie's? How did that come about? Um, I've always been curious about that. Yeah. Well, my name is Ellen and my husband has a sister called Ellen and she worked in Germany and she was called Miss Ellie in Germany. So when she came home then we decided we called this Miss Ellie's and then Miss Ellie from Dallas. Yes. She had power to do with it. Well. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people wondered about that. Is there a Dallas connection here, Miss Sally's in, in Dallas? And there certainly is. What was it like back then in 1981 when you opened? It was hard work because we had to stay open uh, late at night. 
like we opened at four o'clock and we wouldn't be going to bed until about one o'clock in the morning. Oh my God. Because we had to wait for the pubs. But now there's no pubs literally anymore, so. Sadly. Yeah. And at this stage, back then in Irish Town, were there any other chip shops or takeaways around? There was a one at the Westgate, Kelvin Low, and there was a um, um, caravan up there at the Tomel Foods. A caravan? Yeah, Kelvin Low had a caravan no. at the Tomel Foods. He was a smart boy, wasn't he? <laughs> he, was, he, was, he used to sell to and he used to do very well. Yeah. And then when we moved in, he moved out. Oh. <laughs> that was it. But this is a perfect location, isn't it? Yes. It yeah, really it is. is. Yeah, yeah, it is. So what were you serving back in 1981? Can you remember when you first opened, what you had on the menu? Uh, uh fish, uh, batter burgers, bun burgers, cheeseburgers, salad burgers, quarter pounders, homemade potato cakes, mm -hmm. sausages and sausage and batter, and chicken. Chicken. And the uh, rostry, you know. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Oh, wow. I know Amy's shouting out crew beans there silently. Is that true, Amy, with the crew beans? Yeah, we're trying to get Anthony Minehan to do a crew bean night, but there'd be too many sticky fingers around the place, I'd say. We needed to have chickens with four breasts because nobody wanted an egg. Everyone wanted a breast chicken. <laughs> and how was trade at the beginning? Uh, very good, very good. But like, like everything, they all came in together after the pubs. You know, you'd have stragglers all night and then when the pubs closed, or full of drink and mad food. So. How do you do that as well? I mean, I know it's different today, but I suppose back then when you got a lot of people in the takeaway and all shouting, can I have this, can I have yeah. that? How, you must have a, a great mind. We had great memory. Back then, yeah, we did. <laughs> Definitely had a memory yeah, back then. So literally in the head, remember what people want, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. That's and they were very impatient when they had drinking and left. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted it now. <laughs> so we're looking at 1981, 40 years ago. Yeah. And, and you're still here doing yeah. well. How's business been? Uh, very good. Really good. Now we did lease it in, in between the 40 years. We leased it for what? 13 years? Yeah, 12, 13 years. 13 years, nice. yeah. And then we revamped the whole thing and Amy took over. Amy took over. Come to yeah. Amy again in a moment. Did you have any previous experience in, in food? I did because I worked in uh, Matassas and my husband worked there for a little time as well. So yeah, and I worked in another takeaway up in Kildare. So I knew a bit about... Matassas was a great old takeaway, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. What sure was it like was. working there just very quickly? Great, great fun. But again, a thriving business back in the day in Clonmel? Yes, yeah. That, that was a very busy shop. Very busy. Yeah, wow. but we enjoyed it. It wasn't a shock to the system when you opened Miss Ellie's. You were kind no, of used to takeaways and working in the takeaway. Actually, we bought our first grill off of Matassas when we opened here for £50. Yes. And it lasted for a good it while? It lasted for years and years and years. I don't think we ever changed it. <laughs> for £50 we bought it. Yeah. That's the history of Miss Ellie's. Yeah. Still going strong. So it was handed over then to you, Amy. When did you take over? Uh, I took over in April in 2011. My, I was in hotels before that. I did hotel management in college for four years. And then my dad and mum asked that I want to take it over and I nearly died because I hadn't a clue how to cook fish and chips or anything like that. So um, I was a duty manager in the Castle and McCroom at the time. So I moved back home then and opened up in April of 2011. Wow. 10 years ago. <laughs> and what about training wise? 
oh trading wise like massively busy like so so busy i used to open seven days a week but it was too much like not too much but like being self-employed is very hard everyone thinks it's a walk in the park and it's oh, not no 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 um, I, I, I disagree there yeah I, you know i say it's hard work long hours yeah unsociable hours as well uh, yeah all like all evenings as well so we about two years ago i closed then on the monday tuesday just to have a bit of a break get your orders done and everything on a monday but like it's just so busy so so busy like we're so grateful because there's so many like most of the customers that come in we know them by name and you know we'd have the crack with them so they're like you know they're part I, of the family kind of Let's see how well you know your customers. I know a customer of yours. I'm going to say the order this person has. I want you to shout out that person's name, okay? Okay. I know this person very well. This person, on a regular basis, I think, if not a couple of times a week, would come in here, we'll name and shame that person, hopefully, and order three battered sausages and a batter burger. Who is it? How well does Amy know her customers? Three battered sausages, batter burger, and a bottle of Coke, salt and vinegar is Ken. That's right, Ken Doolan. <laughs> We've named and shamed him. <laughs> he's gonna kill me. <laughs> but yeah, he's actually one of our very good customers. He, like, we, we just get a laugh. They, they come in, we have the chats, and they get their food and they go away again. It was his birthday last week, so he got a birthday, three batter sausages and a batter burger. I mean, with your own birthday as well, you were celebrating 40 years. I believe you had some prizes and giveaways here too. Yeah, um, we actually had 40 balloons for the 40 years over the weekend, and any random people that came in, all our customers, we got them to pop a balloon. They were pretty surprised, or like, pop a balloon, what am I doing this for? But there was actually a little piece of paper inside the balloon with um, a spot prize from all actually my neighbor and my neighbor and businesses in Irish Town. Like I'm so grateful, like they were so generous. Like Hickey's, Laurel, Jeremy Malays, Noreen's, Martin's, Country Pork. The list goes on, and all my suppliers were very good to me as well. They all gave me spot prizes of bottles of wine and everything like we had loads of stuff so they popped the balloon and they got a spot prize river seas also was in it and they were delighted so they got an order and <laughs> and they were i actually were, were laughing there one night because one of them won a bottle of wine so they were like yeah i want a bottle of wine on my takeaway so they were sorted for the night like, <laughs> there's loads of people in it like no filter like all local businesses Townhouse Jelly and yes there was loads and loads and I really really appreciate it and I will return the favour when they reach their milestones as well. That's, and they very, that's very very <laughs> nice of you as well. What's the big seller here? Best seller would be fish and chips, fresh cod. Um, it comes from Flanagan's in Dormer East. It's, everyone doesn't believe that it's fresh but it is fresh. It's as fresh as they come. Uh, when we opened originally my dad always said we do a little menu and do it well uh, as opposed to having a million things on the menu now through the years i started adding things and then you know we kind of condensed it down to the best seller but uh fresh cod is the best seller and chicken filler burgers is also a big seller and well curry boxes and sweet chili boxes my niece megan actually she does the tiktok and i haven't an absolute notion how to do tiktok <laughs> right. I, I don't know how to do it and she does puts up all these videos of chicken curry wraps and curry boxes and she actually won two weeks ago on a Saturday um, some fella rang and he was like hi can I get four taco wraps I was like oh we don't do taco wraps like. <laughs> and he was like no you do you do it's on the TikTok and I went, ran out to Megan I was like Megan 
did you put something up on TikTok? She's like, yeah, taco wrap. I was like, what do you think you tell me? And they were selling, she'd sell anything on it. It's brilliant. Have you thought about going down the route of doing these like deep fried Mars bars and things like that? Uh, we were actually- Did you ever try it? We did. Well, um, I've never yeah. tasted one. Just curious what they were like. For their, well, I actually can't eat them because I'm gluten intolerant. <laughs> but um, I actually did a load of, for Easter there a couple of weeks ago, we battered eggs, we battered cream eggs, we battered- How tennis. do you do that? Just, how, how, without the chocolate melting, how does that happen? Just, they, when you put it into the batter, you see, you can't leave a finger, a mark on it, because that creates a hole, so you just literally have to do it as quick as you can, because the batter actually seals the chocolate, and it's actually unreal. All my staff were going home with all sorts <laughs> of things. I was like, I'd die if I ate any of that, but they said it was lovely. <laughs> so it's thumbs up for those? Yes, well, it's a thumbs up. They were delighted. They wanted to put them on the menu, but I couldn't be I was dealing. about to say, yeah, did no, they go on the menu? <laughs> no, definitely not on a Friday, running around after a Terry's chocolate orange and batter, no way. <laughs> and you mentioned Fridays there. Would Friday be the busiest day of the week for you? Yeah, Fridays are very, like, you come in 12 to 2 on lunchtime. The schools, actually, the presentation, um, come in. they come in in swarms. They're in like flies and back out again. And in the evening time, you literally open that door at four o'clock and you, won't, you, you don't look up to nine. You can't see anyone. <laughs> it's so busy. So do you get a social life at all? Um, yeah, I do. Um, like I used to open till 11 in the evenings and that was long. Um, so we close at nine now, even with the pubs being gone, I probably will like, they call, like all this COVID crack as well, kind of taught us all a lesson to slow down a small bit because we were doing too much. So like we're still as busy as we were when we were open till eleven. Now we close at nine. So yeah, well I I have a bit of a social life now. But and how have things been with the COVID? I know you got all the social distancing markings in the store. It's very uh, COVID compliant in here as yeah, well. Yeah. How's, um, how's it been for you guys it, working here? It's been good. And um, so last year when it originally happened, obviously no one had a clue what was oh. going on, and we were all scared off our minds. Uh, so we closed for six weeks, and then I opened back up. Then. I think it was May we opened back up last year and then at Christmas time then things got a bit scary again so we closed for another six weeks but we're open back up now about two months, three three months now and things are flying out like everyone's been so good wearing masks and you know everyone's been compliant the other one or two maybe not but sure that's everywhere jacking away. Sorry to mention them again but Ken was devastated when you closed down that time during oh, yeah. the... <laughs> I was like where I actually when I closed He lost down, so much weight. <laughs> I was like, where is he going to eat? Like, do you know the regulars that would be coming in? Like the likes of Ken. Yeah, your like, regulars. You'd be wondering, like, where, what are they going to do for their supper? Because they come in, you know, a couple of times a week. I won't say how many, but a couple of times. <laughs> and I'm sure you'd see them along Irish Town, probably saying, any chance of you opening up? Yeah, li literally. Like, even actually that you say that, um, when when we used to go out and have the drinks and stuff, I used to be like going around O'Keefe's or Baker's mm. or Mason's, wherever. And, um, all I get is, can I get a snack box? Can I get a drum? I'm like, am I a human drumstick walking around the place? Like everyone would say it. Like, and even if I went for a walk down the blue way with my mom, I'd be walking along. I'd be like, chip, three plain sausages, chicken, fill a burger, fish and chip, no <laughs> So you'd know all their orders by heart. Cause it, you know, you get the same thing. I get the same thing when I go places as well. When they order something different, then I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm a stickler with fish. What makes a good fish? As in when you're cooking it? Uh, well, we use dripping here in Miss Ellie's uh, mm. fat, like m when my parents used to do it as well. A lot of chippers use oil, but that's just what we do, it's our tradition. Um, what makes it probably is the batter and the fresh dripping and the fact that the fish is so fresh. It's very, like, we have two different types of batter, so we'd have a kind of a, like, not skinnier, uh, a lighter. Batter. Yeah, a lighter batter for the fish, and then we'd have a slightly heavier batter for everything else. So it was, the tinness of the batter would make it crispy and nice. 
It's amazing. It really is. Thank now, you. I believe there's a connection here with a lovely old chippy from Tremor called Cunningham's. Please tell me this story. <laughs> so, it's a um, lovely story. Yeah, Cunningham Brothers, uh, Podrick and Michal, uh, when I was asked to take over the chipper, I cooked uh, in, I opened in April and in January I cooked a fish and chip for my mum and dad out in their house and if you saw the state of it you would not have let me open the chipper wasn't good helen no <laughs> no it was burnt to a crisp and everything stuck to everything i didn't know what was going on and the future so then my dad was like right this girl needs help so we my dad approached the cunningham brothers and they he asked them well basically begged them to come help me because i hadn't a clue and we were opening in four months and they basically came here for about four or five months like every day they were here with me they literally taught me everything I know and obviously my mum and dad who still help in the chipper they're driven demented for me yeah. but they taught me everything I know from like literally wages training staff to all the products that I got off them at the start I still use if they were to walk in here now I still have the exact same stuff that they taught me so they were really good and they had two sides like um, uh, Padraig was all about figures and making money and then Michal was all about like the staff and the customer and the food so they were great they were great uh, pair say um, they came back actually throughout the years at 10 years they did mystery shopping no. uh, reports on they're me. so yeah. devious aren't yeah, they yeah I know they used to send in their songs and stuff no like, way oh my god <laughs> but like that would show that do you know they, they were trying to see was I like, keeping up the standards standards yeah. and it was really good like and I I actually think they're coming up in a couple of weeks as well wow so, so you're still in contact oh god yeah oh, like, that's my, fantastic my, we'd always ring him and even on Good Friday my dad religiously rings him at the day after Good Friday every year to tell him how many fish we'd sell hundreds of fish <laughs> So it's great, it's absolutely great. Because that, that's a lovely old chipper down in Tremor. I know it's sadly gone now and Dudes yeah. are taking it over. But over the years, I think most people from town would have gone to Tremor and gone to Cunningham's for chips. I'm sure you did yourselves. Oh God, yeah. Like, it's, there was no better place in Tremor, was no, there, than Cunningham's? And, like, and the people that know like the Cunningham's would know that before Julie's was Cunningham's. Mm -hmm. And Julie's are doing a great job as well. But they, yeah, Michal, and they actually miss it. And they set up a consultancy kind of business after they met with us then but it's a great chipper and they're great lads as well they're really nice and you know what it shows they were great mentors because you have great fish and chips and yep. food here in Mercedes as well I'm saying all the right things aren't I Helen I really am um, what was it like growing up here so in a chipper when you were a child well I was only I wasn't even here when they were in this part of mm. the when mum and dad were living here um I grew up next door um where my sister lives now and yeah, it was fun. Like all the back was interlinked, so like we could all fly it. Like what? Well, there's four of us: me, Laura, Louise, and Grace. Four girls. Poor dad. Um, but we used to fly <laughs> in and out of the chipper, and yeah, it was great crack. And I always remember they used to have these big, massive chest freezers, and they couldn't find like stuff at the end of it, so they used to hold us up by the two legs, and we'd reach down and get them. We were really small, so we had great memories. But mum and dad didn't have the machinery that I have mm. now. I don't know how. I genuinely don't know how they did it without peelers and chippers and all that kind of stuff. But the price of their pan compared to the price of pans now is a lot different yeah. to what they paid for their pan. And I'm sure you had a lot of uh, friends coming to stay here or come to see you when oh, you were at school. Yeah, yeah, no Free chips. Yeah, and like a lot of the people that used to work for my mum and dad as well, they, all their daughters and sons used to work for me. So like, it's all, it's, it's very good, it's very nice. <laughs> well, do you know what? I mean, it's, it's lovely just to be here. 
and talk to yourself today and also to Helen. And I want to wish you happy birthday for Thank your 40 years. Thank you And may you have another 40. Please God. And you know what, Miss Ellie's, when, when are you opening up? People who don't know in Tomorrow. town, but I know, let's face it, everyone in town has been to Miss Ellie's in Irish town, but just in case there's some tourists listening and they come to Clomel at some stage when the lockdown is over, let us know what days of the week and what times you're open. So we're open from Wednesday to Sunday from four to nine and then lunchtimes on Fridays from 12 to two. Amy O'Sullivan and Helen O'Sullivan. Thank you so much for joining me on the Clomel podcast this week. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. The Clomel podcast. Come on, after hearing that, who doesn't fancy a bag of chips right now? I know I do. Now, coming next week, Yoga Walks Island right here in Clomel. So the walk is a 90-minute walk, and it's suitable for all levels of fitness and all ages. And we can expect some lots of fun and laughter, uh, some nice meditations, mantras, yoga, um, and lots of fun and games as well. I took part in one, and you can join me right here next week on the Clomel Podcast. So there we have it, another week, another Clonmel podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to get in contact, you can email theclonmelpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And every single episode is available now on www.theclonmelpodcast.com. This podcast was brought to you by our friends at the fabulous Nador Wellness Centre at the Butter Market in Market Street, a natural way to maintain your health. They are back to normal from next week with all therapies available, including massage, reflexology, kinesiology, and acupuncture. For appointments, call this number 052-61-04968. And to view a full list of treatments, go to www.nadorwellness.ie. Until next week, look after one another. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan. Produced by West 10 Audio Productions. Your town, your podcast.